welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And Happy New Year. Welcome to our very first show of 2014. Today, we are reviewing the films Journey to the South Pacific, White Fang, The Nut Job, and The Nutcracker. So right now, we're speaking with Jerry about Journey to the South Pacific. Thank you for joining us today, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing very good. Happy to be in the new year. Yep, New Year is awesome. <laughs> Can you please tell us about this film? Basically, The White Fang is about this story of a young boy that goes to Alaska to inherit his father's mine of gold. It, yes, it is during the cold rush. And basically, on his journeys, he finds this cute little wolf puppy, and they fall in love. Aww. That is so cool. See, I love movies like this. See, I saw, I saw it, I think, a few years ago. No, it was last year, and I thought it was, like, the cutest thing because I love dogs and wolves and things with animals. Brianna, <laughs> yes, the yes. way they found each other and the way the puppy got lost, I don't think you're going to love that story. Yeah, I probably forgot that part. Kate <laughs> Blanchett narrates this film. How is this? You know, all the actors did perfectly, and honestly, I think the animals are actors too, so the animals did amazing, all the actors did amazing, you know, they played their roles just perfectly. That's good, because when animals are in films, it's kind of hard to, like, direct them to do things, because they don't, they don't hear things as we do, so it, they don't. You get what I'm saying? It's hard. It's just hard. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. oh my god, that puppy's so smart doing tricks, and there is just like this old dog just sitting on the floor doing nothing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they just told them to just stay still. <laughs> yeah. How about the overall production? You know, there's one thing I didn't like about it is that it was a bit too lengthy. Because mm -hmm. you saw what was going to happen. You could easily predict it. But it was a two-hour film, and I honestly thought it could have been an hour, 30 minutes at most. Yeah. I mean, usual, like, kids' films, not kids' films necessarily, but kids' and teens' films are usually about, uh, like, one hour and 30 minutes. So that's probably why. I mean, we're used to one hour and 30 minutes, so it's, like, a weird thing to go from one hour and 30 minutes to two hours. So, But I totally get what you're saying. Some films are too long, but <laughs> we still love them. Tell me about the Islanders and who else stars in this film. Uh, basically, who stars in this film is uh, a lot of different people. And uh, it's basically the main character. And this is very surprising because I don't see this very often when a film only has about 50 people. It's usually about 100 to 200 actors. Or mm -hmm. extras, or whatever. But this is about has 50 people. It's just a couple of scenes where he's with a lot of different people. Otherwise, he's on his journey to inherit his father's stuff. Where he meets different friends, and mm -hmm. relatives, and family members, and dogs. So Dogs. <laughs> so, there's really not that many people, but everybody did a fantastic job and played the role perfectly. 
Yeah, when they do those, like, not snowy things, but when they go out and do journeys and stuff, like in the forest and the rainforest and snow and sleet, it's like all, like, the wind changes and the temperature changes, like those journey-type things. There's not a lot of people because it's not a populated area where they have their journeys, so that's probably why they don't have a lot of people. But that's okay. (laughs) What is the best part of this film for you? You know... I really don't know what I can say about that. There are so many fantastic parts in this film. I don't know if I can choose my absolute favorite. You know, my favorite has to be when they first show uh, the puppy as mm-hmm. a, still a wolf, like a wild, wild wolf. He's just so cute in his little cave next to his little mother wolf. It's just so cute and it's a pleasant scene. because nothing is wrong in that scene and everybody is happy. <laughs> everyone's happy. I love those scenes where it's like everyone's happy, everything's going right, there's no worries, and then something happens. It's like, wow, you really just had to ruin that, didn't you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yes. Did you learn a lot about this film? Like, or about wolves and, like, snow and mountains in general? I definitely learned a lot about uh, Alaska in the 49ers' age. Like, there are people that would literally risk their lives for maybe a chi- a nugget of gold. I was about to say chicken nugget, but... <laughs> chicken nugget. Yes. A nugget Sometimes. of gold, which is, if you don't know, basically the size of your pinky's nail. It's, it's really small. Wow. And um, it's kind of intense, but if you inherit some of my successfulness or you are successful, like his father found an extremely successful mine... And he honestly got, he, if he ever gets to it, I'm not going to spoil it, if he ever gets to it, he's going to inherit quite a lot because his father found a pretty solid gold mine. Yeah. I mean, when your parents find something and then they give it down to you or you find it, it's kind of like it, it's a part of them or you're a part of them. So I get the, I get the significance, I guess. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films Journey to the South Pacific, White Fang, The Nut Job, and The Nutcracker. So right now let's continue speaking with Jerry about White Fang. We were just speaking about, I mean, basically how he likes this film. What, what did he like about it? What was his favorite scene? It, it's just things like that in this film. Who do you think this film appeals to most? You know, I would honestly say... This film has a bit of action, so I would say young teens and mid-teens, like around 13 years old, because it does have quite a lot of action. Because like I said, they are battling wolves at time, and it can get pretty, well, scary and intense that some kids would be uncomfortable or scream or not like or whatever. Mm, yeah, I sometimes films do that where it's like it's very actiony and there's not gore, but it's some things that younger kids may not be comfortable with seeing. So the problem I, is, is when you don't see the gore, it's kind of even scarier because you don't yes. know what happened. It's like Wah! you just hear, Wah! but you don't yeah. see anything. You're like, oh my god, what? I don't happened? know whether to be like that really hurt or I don't know if that hurt. <laughs> and that's a couple of scenes. So. Oh, it's definitely more intense than goriness. Yeah, it's just really intense, and some kids don't can't take that. So, what 
is the age range you give this film? I mean, I know that you said it was young teens and middle teens and then maybe tweens, but <laughs> what, like, specific age range? Yes, tweens word. <laughs> um, I'll say 11, 12 to 18, honestly. It really mm-hmm. just depends how you used to are used to that stuff and how mature you are. If you're, like, super uber mature, you can probably watch this film at 10. If you're not used to that stuff and you're used to the smaller stuff wait till you're 13 or 12 yeah i get you because it took me a while to get used to things because for the longest i would watch g movies and pg and that's all i would watch and until i was like maybe 12 i mean like 12 or 13 that's when that's obviously when they would let me watch pg-13 because i was 13 so that's just how some parents are but i love her (laughs) i love my mom how many stars do you give this film out of five, Jerry. I give it four out of five stars because of that um, long out thing I was talking about. It definitely mm-hmm. could have been shorter. Otherwise, it was a pretty good film. Disney definitely did a pr- pretty good job on it, and I enjoyed watching it until it got, well, kind of predictable. Yeah. And Disney definitely did a good job, and I b- believe, if I'm correct, they did make a sequel, so I'm also excited about the sequel. <laughs> I will see the sequel. <laughs> Who is your favorite character? I'd have to say White Fang, because he's just like, uh, since, you know, I have a dog, I can relate to that. I can, like, re- relate to White Fang, and I can relate to being a dog owner. And I'm just thinking, man, this is a lot like my dog. <laughs> and I can <laughs> just, like, just from his face, I can see what he's thinking, and it's actually really hard to see what you're, what somebody's thinking in a movie. But since it's a dog, and dog dogs are like dogs it's actually easier <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of like they portray if they're sad they they make it clear to the audience and people around them that they're sad they don't it, it's just like distinct i'm sad and i'm proud <laughs> yes that's that's the way of the dog <laughs> what is the genre of this film you know it's definitely adventure and intense because it is intense on the journey but it is also a big adventure to riches and wealth uh, when I saw this film I got like kind of the same thing so great minds think alike great minds think alike <laughs> well, yes definitely yes well Jerry thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about White Fang thank you so much for letting me speak to you it was a lot of fun <laughs> I, I enjoy speaking with you it's airing all month on Kids Scenes, so please check it out. Let's, t- bre- let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keith Blake-Smith. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful for New Year's for 2014 and today with our, with our first show of 2014 we'll be talking about the films White Fang, The Nutcracker, Journey to the South Pacific and right now I'm talking with Anthony on The Nut Job. I hope you had a wonderful holiday break Anthony. Yes I did and how about yours? Fantastic. Well I have not seen this film because it's not even out yet but can you please give me a synopsis of what The Nut Job is about? So, this movie is pretty much about a squirrel named Surly, who at the beginning fends for himself and only himself, but sometimes for another squirrel um, named Buddy, until he burnt all the park's food for winter and has to help get it back. He finds a shop full of nuts and makes a deal with another, another squirrel named Andy that he would get half and they would get half. They made a deal, and now they have to avoid mousetraps, rats, guns, and people. So it sounds like Mission Impossible Squirrel style. Yes. Yeah. Well, when I saw this film, it looked pretty original. I thought it sounds like a fun animated movie, and we got some talented voice actors, Liam Neeson, Will Arnett, and more. Can you tell me about how the voice actors do in this movie? Um, I would say they do a pretty good job imitating their actual character. Um, I think that 
they do a pretty good job because squirrels are supposed to be better than rats. And that's how they sound. Like, the rats sound all mean and look really, really scary. Why the squirrels, uh, some of them act nice, some don't. <laughs> I don't think all squirrels act nice. I think some of them can be a little bit of a annoyingly a bugus. Well, um... Do they sound like the actual characters, or do you just hear the celebrity? Because that's the problem with celebrity voice actors sometimes. Yeah, I'd say they act more like the character. I mean, they sound really, really good. I, I mean, squirrels don't talk, but if they did, I'm pretty sure they'd sound like that. Well, if I heard a squirrel talk like Liam Neeson, I would be like, that is so cool. <laughs> So, this is an animated film, and from what I looked it up, this is the most expensive um, animated film co-produced by South Korea. How was the animation for this? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the animation was crazy. They had so many stuff that they had to use. They had, um, let's see, car, I think a car, yeah, a car blowing up, a bridge blowing up, um... Let's see, squirrels flying out of the hole. They had a lot of animation they had put in this. Would you say it's very, uh, what kind of animation? Like dark and gritty or really light and colorful? Um, I'd probably say pretty light and colorful. I mean, I wouldn't say it's too dark. Only when, like, they meet up with some rats and everyone's so scared that it's all dark around them. That's good. Well, usually the animation does set the tone of the whole entire film. So, since it is, like, light and upbeat, would you say um, there's a lot of comedy in this film? Um, well, I'd say there's a little bit of comedy. Not too much, though, because it's mostly, I guess you could say, action instead of comedy. So, but um, for, like, the comedy parts parts that are in there, are they funny? Are there at least some funny moments in there? Yeah, there are, I guess you could say there are a few funny moments for a lot of people. Um, there was this one time where it, two squirrels got, there was TNT, I guess you could say dynamite, and mm -hmm. it blew them up out of the hole. And um, the other squirrel said, what did you have for breakfast? Thinking that he he farted that whole thing. Uh, well, that's pretty funny. I mean, again, it sounds more action, action packed, squirrel action. Um, since um, we have a lot of a range of characters in here, what would you say your favorite character is? Um, I would probably say that my favorite character would be Precious, which is the dog. Because she is such a funny dog, and, like, she does so many different things that she does. She thinks that her t uh, her tail is alive, um, uh. and she also eventually starts helping Shirley and loves him after a while. Puppy love. I, I've heard of that one before. <laughs> well... It's not, and that's a, that's a comedy bit right there. We got, like, dogs thinking that the, that the tails are alive. I mean, I find that kind of funny, and I wouldn't believe, I would believe if a dog actually thought that. Well, um, 
what would you say your favorite scene is in this movie? Well, mine would probably be when uh, Surly and Buddy met Precious because, as I said, she is my favorite character. And she is funny and she is so amazing. She starts showing them tricks like fetching, sitting, playing dead. And she just started, like, whacking around her tail a lot, saying uh-huh. that it had a mind of its own. She thought it, I thought it's just really funny at that one part. And it's, like, it's the, the part where my favorite character is introduced. Well, that sounds like a very funny scene. Um, that sounds, I, I, can't, I have to see the movie so I can check out that scene. Um, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today, we are talking about the films Nutcracker, White Fang, and Journey to the South Pacific. Right now, we were just talking with Anthony on the movie The Nut Job, where he fa- he's, his favorite scene was where they introduced his um, favorite character, a dog that thinks his tail is, her tail is alive, and there's a bunch of funny little comedy with also action bits in there, which is hilarious. So, um, what would you say the age range for this film is well i thought that it would be 10 and under because this movie is really good but it's meant for more of a younger age i mean it's fine to bring an 11 and a 12 year old but i still think it's more meant for a younger age understood because i don't know of many people who um go on sit in front of tv and watch my little pony okay maybe me but I don't think a majority of the people out there do it, but still, usually it looks like a fun little upbeat kind of movie, and I really can't wait to see it. Uh, how many stars would you give this, Anthony? Um, I would probably give this about four and a half stars, only because it's not really meant for my age that much. But it's a real, it's like really funny. It has a good amount of action. And it's like, it's just plain amazing. That's good. I mean, I may want to check it out, get to see how it is, because it looks like a fun little story. I mean, again, Mission Impossible mixed with squirrels. And I'm just going to go for like the voice talents, because I'm a big fan of like Will Arnett and Liam Neeson. And I hear Jeff Dunham's one of the characters, which is funny. So, uh, now with a story where a squirrel totally destroy a bunch of nuts, what have we learned in this story? What, like, what is the message? Um, you can't always trust everyone. Ah, good message. And why? Um, I mean, there's some things that I can't give away and why. But I'd have to say that in some parts, people will turn on each other. Mm. Um, and then another lesson that you could learn um, is probably work together to get something done. Mm. Those are two very good morals. And I wouldn't trust anybody who's trying to who's going on a treasure hunt just to find a bunch of nuts. I mean... That's a big goal you're trying to get to, and you can't trust anybody when you try to get your cashews and your macadamia nuts. I mean, you can't trust anyone. And working together is always great because, you know, it takes two to tango. You need to, you need at least one person to dance with. So, um, 
what else can you tell about this film? Is like anything else that you find very unique about it that's unlike other animated films? Um, let's see. Something that's unique about this would probably be, uh, be like the animation. A lot of the, a lot of animation movies aren't the same as this one. This one has a lot more, has a lot more things to learn about. Um, and I also do like the characters who play these. I mean, the people who play these characters. So, I mean, this movie is just amazing movie for kids. It's like, it's really, really hard to explain to me, for me, but I just think this movie is plain amazing. Well, you gotta check it out. For those of you who don't know, this movie is coming out January 17th, so this Friday coming up. So, check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. You got some very good, talented voice actors. Anthony, I'd like to thank you so much for telling me about the nut job. You're welcome. Thank you very much. So check it out. It's a fun action-packed Mission Impossible Squirrel action team. So make sure to go put it on your local listings. So let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope And you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And we have just finished speaking with Anthony and the Nut Job. We have reviewed the film White Fang. We are reviewing the film's Journey to the South Pacific and the Nutcracker. So right now we're speaking with Patrick about the Nutcracker. Thank you for joining us today, Patrick. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing very well. And Happy New Year to everyone that's listening on the Kids First Radio. Yes, Happy New Year. So can you please tell us about the Nutcracker? Of course. Okay. So the Nutcracker is a story about um, it's a story about magic and realism blend into a, to create a great story. Um, the story is basically is about um, a beautiful girl named Carla. Um, she is about fourteen years old, and um, a magician comes into her home during Christmas and gives her a gift of um, a wooden Nutcracker. Um, she is so awed by this. Um, beautiful object because she's never had a toy that can um, that is beautifully crafted and is just so interesting to her. And so mm. she loves the gift to death. And so um, during the nighttime, she sneaks out of her bedroom and she plays with the gift. But little does she know, uh, she falls asleep. And before you know it, she's in this mystical land and she goes through a magical world where mice, uh, soldiers, um, fairies come to life. And they all try to help her get through her final destination, which is coming back home. Ooh. Yes, very, very that mystical. That sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like Alice in Wonderland, but like totally different. <laughs> I think so too. I think this is more, it's very classic. I mean, every time when it's Christmas time, I always hear that the Nutcracker is coming up. Uh-huh. And I'm so happy that I got a chance to see it in theaters and especially from the Royal Ballet Company because okay. it's just a very well-known company. And it was just, I agree with you. It's like the Alice in Wonderland, but like Christmas version. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas version. Yes. Yeah, I, I love ballet. So I love ballet and dance. I'm, I'm really big on performing. I love when I love to see people perform and I love when I perform. So it's kind of like in that realm of performance. <laughs> I definitely agree with you. <laughs> yes, you, eye to eye here, eye to eye. <laughs> definitely. Who are the main characters in this performance? Um, we have three main characters. The main character is Carla, and she is just amazing. She mm-hmm. is always on point. And for those who are listening who don't know what point is, um, in ballet and point is when you dance on your toes, um, which is, <laughs> I cannot believe she danced the whole performance on her toes. And then the second main character is, is the magician, who is um, the the man who gives her the nutcracker. And finally, we have the Nutcracker, which is actually um, a ballet dancer that comes to life. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's like, yeah, Nutcrackers come to life in this musical <laughs> forest that she goes to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, year after year, I hear, like you said, the Nutcracker around Christmas time, but I've never really looked into it before this. Uh, so it's kind of like now I know what they're talking about. I mean, I've always wanted to look into it, but... I'm a lazy bum, so <laughs> but now I know what it is. I'm, I'm all like informed and stuff. Right. How are the wardrobe and costumes? Because in ballet and performances and and things like this, the 
makeup and costumes are just like elaborate and very detailed. So how are they to you? Um, I think the set and costume were gorgeous. I mean, the costumes, um, because this was filmed and produced in a theater, I think that the camera um, zoomed in more on the um, actors and dancers. And so you really got to see like the intricate details of the costume and on stage the set was amazing i mean um there's a special scene where i remember uh the christmas tree it starts off like it's six feet but then during the whole ballet it grows to like a 20 feet high uh christmas tree and it keeps growing and growing and in my mind i'm like how do they do that <laughs> yeah, exactly. And luckily for us, um, they actually have behind the scenes footage um, interweaved into um, the performance. And so you yes. actually get to know everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like magicians while they're doing the trick, like after they do the trick, showing you how they did it. Yes, whoa. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love I, it when they show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, I could totally do that. And then you try and you can't. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> Who do you think this film appeals to most? Um, I think this film appear, uh, appeals to um, any dancers, any um, any adults that are in love with the arts. Um, I also think this is a great family film because it is such a classic, uh, like everybody knows about this, as I mentioned before. And I think it's just a warm story about um, family because in the performance there is um, the element of family and the importance of how gathering around together during Christmas is important. So definitely. Yeah, it's like when in Christmas films, and not necessarily Christmas films, but family films, it always has that element of family. Like family is important. And I think we need to be reminded of that because sometimes we go off and we think that we don't need our parents and our brothers and our sisters, but then it's like, well, I do love them and they're and they're kind of with us so you kind of you kind of have to love them right i definitely agree <laughs> you're listening to the voice america kids network i'm your co-host brianna hope beaton and i'm your co-host keep blakesley and you're listening to the voice america kids and today we have reviewed the films white fang the nut job and we are reviewing the films journey to the south pacific and the nutcracker so right now let's continue speaking with patrick and we were just speaking about who the film who the film appeals to most because dancers and then adults who are in love with the arts and people who like families <laughs> and Christmas, Christmas movies right. and families. Yeah, it's just a big range of who likes it. Right. How about the music? Because you, I mean, I know some people dance to no music and I'm one of them. I love dancing to no music, but how is the music in this? Um, the music was definitely um, very elegant. It was very um, big in a sense because I'm not talking about size, but the sound of it. It just sounded mm. full, which I think really fit the story because the st story is really full as well. I mean, we have sets, we have dancers, we have costume, makeup. And so to have that kind of um, composition of music is just perfect for this kind of performance. Like it completes it. Exactly. See, I, I read your mind there. Yeah, read you read mind. my mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, before you said about the tree that was like six feet and then it grew over time and you said that was one of the scenes that you really liked, but do you have a favorite scene? 
Um, I think the most surprising scene for me was definitely when the Nutcracker came to life because um, you don't expect kinda... Nutcrackers to come e- to life. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, I was shocked because first of all, um, they the male dancer was wearing this kind of, um, I guess, mask to be the Nutcracker, mm-hmm. and I guess like oh, I guess the whole performance he's going to wear the mask and act as the Nutcracker. But then um, there's a scene where he takes off the mask and becomes an actual man, and I thought that was really interesting. I was like, whoa, I was whoa. not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I could see myself in the audience and like seeing that, and then right after it happens, about thirty minutes to an hour, I just be baffled like that. It's like, what? What? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> And, like, if you weren't paying attention, you, like, look back on the screen. You're like, wait, what? What? (laughs) What just happened? Where'd the Nutcracker go? Yeah. (laughs) Are there any messages or lessons besides, like, like you said there was a a little bit of family in this, but is that the only message or did you find any other messages in this? Um, I think another important lesson would probably be um, going back to your childhood memories and just staying close to the family because even though we do, everyone grows up, I think we always have to like look back on our childhood and reflect on what we've, what we've done. Um, because I feel like when Carla, the main character, was traveling through her um, mystical um, land of fairies and everything, everything in such, um, she actually, I like she grew as a person because her mind was more um, aware of her surroundings and mm. I yeah that's that's how I feel <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel that's that's, yeah, that's my inside yeah yeah I I'm around people like maybe not necessarily old people but like my grandparents and elders and people who are just older than me like 20s or 50s or whatever and I they talk about their childhood and they and it's like while they tell me and tell my friends about their childhood, like what they, whatever they did, it's like you see that gleam in their eye, like that was a fun time and I'm glad that I'm going back to it. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm telling other people about it because that's the time in my life that I really like and I like every part, of, part in my life, but it's like I love the childhood because that's the first, first years of life. <laughs> right, and there's an important lesson there. I mean like listening to your elders and hearing about their childhood stories is really important because like we get to learn about how life was back then. Oh, they were, yeah. Exactly, and I, so I definitely agree with you. <laughs> yeah, see again, mind to mind. I know. We're just on point today. <laughs> Great minds think, think, think alike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you could portray one of these characters, who would you be and why? Hmm. If I could portray one of the characters, I think that um, the easiest answer, I mean, the obvious answer would be the Nutcracker because he's the main character and he's very masculine. But think, I think I want to portray the magician because I like the mystical and like yes. mysterious vibe of his character. I mean, to wear, he was wearing a cape and he was just... He was just very, like, uh, mysterious. So, yeah. You don't know what I know. <laughs> exactly. And he can do, like, these magic tricks on stage. And I was like, I want to try magic tricks. <laughs> so, yeah. See, and then we go back to, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How many stars do you give this film out of five? Um, I definitely give this uh, movie uh, five stars out of five. Well, that's good. Because five stars out of five. It means like you absolutely positively loved it. So I'm I glad you liked it. I absolutely loved this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about the Nutcracker. 
Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. The Nutcracker is a part of a series that Regal Cinema is airing. It will also air Swan Lake and Sleeping Beauty, so please check them out because they will be awesome. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I am your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Hello, and welcome back to Kids First Coming If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Coming Attractions, I'm your co-host, Keith Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna. I hope you time. And today, we were just interviewing um, Patrick on the Nutcracker, and also I was interviewing Anthony on the, on the Nut Job, and we were also interviewing Jerry on White Fang. And right now, I'm interviewing Jerry with The Journey to the South Pacific. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very good. How about you? Doing fantastic. Now, I've seen this. It looks like an absolute thrill ride, but can you tell the people at home what this film is? Basically, it's about, uh, well, it's about this, what they call floating school, which is a boat where they take kids on a three-month journey, teach them about the corals and the fish. And it's this story about a 13-year-old boy that goes on this ship and learns a lot of cool stuff and goes diving and stuff. Wow. 
Sounds fun. I want to go on that trip. Why don't I get signed to do that trip? That sounds fun. It's only in Indonesia. Oh, well, um, that kind of puts a damper in my day. All right. <laughs> well, it looks fun. Is What kind of film is it? Is it like a documentary or is it, it more is like a story? It is a documentary, but what it's different about is most documentaries are just like, yeah, they do this and fishes do this and the corals grow like this. This one actually tells a story and educates you at the same time. It tells a story of education. And it educates you while you listen to, like, a real movie. So it's kind of cool. So, like, like other movies. Like, some movies, they're not totally documentary, but they do teach you along the way. Like, give you some little facts. That's cool. And especially in this little, in, in the reef. I've seen pictures and videos, and it looks beautiful. Um, do you have any comments about how the director or maybe the cameraman may have, um, uh, how you thought they shot these scenes? I have one comment. They couldn't have gone wrong. It gone was wrong. perfect. And Journey to the South Pacific, Kiefer, if you don't know, newer movies are made on digital format, which is literally digital software. And that's what I make to use my movies. And it's basically what we used to make our reviews and everything. Everything is digital now. But a long time ago, they had film, which is basically a little projector frame by frame. This... Uh, uh, movie uses film frame by frame and trivia the bigger these frames are the better quality so he did massive frames and he also did 3d and imax so it looks like you're literally in indonesia diving it's amazing wow and i i know you know that from the director because i believe you met him how was that experience to actually meet the director of this film well, I didn't get to meet meet him. It was a crowd of a Q&A, and I uh, did get to ask him a question, and um, my question was, what was the most exotic fish? Yes, I know. I have all questions. He said, <laughs> he talked about this uh, fish he saw. It was basically like rainbow colored. I'm pretty sure he said it was called an angel fish. Ooh. Oh, seen those angel. I've seen pictures of angel fishes. I... Was that background? I wouldn't know, but still. So, cool. Well, I know that's not the only person you met. Did you meet? I believe you met um, pretty much he does our profession, a film critic, Leonard Martin? Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, I became good friends with him. And I didn't get to ask him a question, but he himself actually interviewed the director. So, we got to learn a lot of information. That's how I learned about the film thing. And he also did a trick where he darkened the background. So the trick of IMAX is you can look around like you're in it. But if the director wants you to look at a specific place, he can dark. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader, and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. 
Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and... And listen to all our show archives on demand, all from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 